Today's daily word is entitled, The Business That Has the Triune God as the Lord. And our passage comes from Genesis 12, verses 1-3, through 3, and it reads, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. As God called Abraham to be a blessing to all the nations, God is calling us to himself as we recognize him as the triune God to carry out world evangelization. As we declare Jesus Christ as our Lord, we begin to establish the throne in our field to find the 70 workers. We see this take place in Abraham's life as he went out in faith to the promised land, building an altar of worship to God, establishing the throne of God in the field. This work takes place in all the seven remnants, establishing the throne of God wherever they are. 1 Thessalonians 1.3 reads, Remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. We're able to work in faith and labor in love because of the hope we have in Jesus Christ. It's not a hope that is a probability, but a hope that is assured. There are three things we have to hold on to today. First is our business or work. In Genesis 14, 1-20, we see Abraham rescue his nephew Lot. As Abraham gains the victory, whatever he gained, he gave a tithe to the priest Melchizedek. As we place our trust in God and so into the economy of light, God will establish his kingdom wherever we are. In Genesis 26, 10-24, Isaac received a hundredfold blessing, but the greater blessing was the God of his father Abraham being with him. In 1 Kings 18, 1-15, we see works arise with Obadiah, who used his position to save many. Daniel and his three friends resolved not to compromise when given the king's food, which was part of idolatrous worship. In the New Testament, Romans 16, we see a list of people that utilized their work and business for the sake of the kingdom of God. They didn't live for their work, but the kingdom of God. Their work became a platform. Second, God has appointed you in the field. Whether you are the company president or not, you're more important than any company president because of the gospel that you possess. In Genesis 1.28, God has called us to rule, giving authority to subdue the earth. As we break down the forces of darkness in our field, there will be blessing of meetings to find the hidden disciples in the field. When we know what God is calling us to do, he will provide what we need to carry out his mission. We can see a great example of this in Gaius in Romans 16.23, who used his business as a means to help all the evangelists being a host to them. Third is the picture of world evangelization. We're called to be evangelists first, knowing our identity and authority. God will attach 70 workers as we continue our covenant journey, knowing the words given in 1 Corinthians 15.58, which reads, Therefore, my beloved brother, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. In conclusion, God is creating a masterpiece through your life. Look at the seven remnants and what they did and how God led them and raised each one. They didn't have much, but the covenant that they had led them to stand before kings. We can see a list of witnesses in Hebrews 11, whose witness is a testament to what we can receive. These were the blessings that Paul and his team experienced even through hardships. As we start today, let us hold to the covenant in our work or business to witness the power of the triune God work in our field.